on today's episode of Marathon to March. The Big East is the first team to get a second team into selection summer. That team at number 62 is the Butler Bulldogs. David Campbell and I have everything you need to know about Thad Mata's first season back on the bench in college basketball. Thanks as always for tuning in and enjoy the show. The Big East is the first conference to get two teams into our selection summer countdown with today being the number 62 team in the country, the Butler Bulldogs now coached by former Ohio State coach Thad Mata. Yes, Butler sir. was awful last year, David. They, they were they miserable. Hunter sucks. 120 in Kempom. It, 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 it was a bad season for the Bulldogs. Although they did pick up a big win at the end of the year of the East tournament against mm-hmm. against Xavier. And and we will talk about the game. But let's first talk about Thad Mata. I don't know what to think about him. He was a good coach at one point. There's no doubt about that. And we know he kind of left Ohio State due to health reasons. And apparently, like, those are fine now. Like, good. Like, glad for him. But towards the end of his time at Ohio State, you could argue that, that he had kind of tailed off. He had mm-hmm. kind of, that he had kind of fallen off. His final couple seasons at Ohio State, then 2015-2016, they they make the NIT, losing the second round. In 2016-17, they go 17 and 15 and miss the tournament entirely. Yeah. Had success in the early early 2010s, late 2000s. Especially when he had Evan Turner. And uh, the Jared Sullinger, Aaron Kraft teams. But we don't know for sure that this is going to work. We don't. I I feel much better about Sean Miller at Xavier than I do Thad Mata at Butler. Yeah, you know, I do too. It's tough because let me ask you a question though real quick. Let me ask you a question. How old do you think Thad Mata is? Late 50s, 59? He's 54. Wow. A little younger. Yeah. My mother's older than Thad Mata. Looks not great for his age. Jimmy, um, nah, I'm, I'm joking. The thing is with Thad Mata is you're right. You know, you had, you know, a ton of success at Ohio State. Had a final four in 2011-2012 season. And I do think Thad Mata can totally be that coach again. Um, We just saw um the definition of like an arch of like, this is the rise. And then he was at the top. And then he fell flat on his face and i just am curious to know how this team is going to operate versus his old ohio state teams because obviously it's a new era of college basketball and bowler's a much different team than ohio state i mean they are they're much different program just in general you know what i mean so the big east doesn't welcome new coaches greatly all the time but i think i think that mod is going to work out lady i really i I mean like i said i'm always the optimistic guy but I do think Thad Mata is going to be a, a solid coach for this Bulldogs team. Yeah, and he's got an interesting staff too. We've got John Diebler and yeah. Greg Oden on, on staff at Butler. Yeah. So quite the interesting collection of coaches there. Let's let's move into the actual team because they lost some pieces from last year. Not that that's a bad thing because, they, like we said, they were really bad last year. They were yeah. really, really bad. And those they pieces bad? that they lost were Bo Hodges, Bryce Enzi, and Bryce Goldman. 
yeah. Bryce Golden transferred to Loyola. That that's probably the one they wanted to keep the most, but they did do a decent job in replacing replacing them, and that's why they're number sixty two in our countdown. Real quick, just to run through some of their key players, Chuck Harris, who was their highest used player last year, shot took twenty seven percent of their shots when he was on the floor. He's back. He'll probably start a point guard for them. Mm-hmm. Eric Hunter, the transfer from Purdue, is, came in. Ali Ali from Akron, who had a yeah. big, big march for, for the Zips out of the MAC. Um, you have Jaden Taylor, Simas Lukosius, who is one of the most intriguing players on this team, and then Manny Bates, who was a key, key player for NC State, but was injured last year. Yeah. He'll be one of the best defensive players in the entire Big East. I agree. But, Let's first talk about Chuck Harris and kind of this backcourt with Eric Hunter, Miles Tate as well. Chuck Harris is projected to be the leading scorer at 15 points a game on this team. I don't think he should be taking enough shots to get to 15 points a game, if I'm being honest. His ratings last year were pretty abysmal, 93.1 offensive rating um, via Ken Palm. His BPR on... um, Evan Mia's site is just not great. Mm-hmm. 2.1 yeah. offensive BPR. Like the, the reason he's projected the points he is, is because he shot the ball a lot. And yeah, a lot of those weren't good shots. And so it, like they need to limit him. They, they need to kind of like, and new system maybe is good for him, but like ball should, ball should be in Eric Hunter's hands, bringing it up. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I was going to say is my hair looks terrible, Liddy. What's going on here? <laughs> um, that I, I, I think what's going to help, um, you know, Chuck Harris become maybe a more efficient player is the fact that he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands at all time. Now, he's he's a small guy at 6'2", but um, Eric Hunter is used to running the point. And it says Eric Hunter 6'4". That is generous. He is Eric Hunter is not that's all. He seems he's a small player too. He's a little skinny, but he knows how to run an offense, just a controlled offense. He's not going to put up a lot of points, but I think him and Harris together in a backcourt. Obviously, you do have Miles Tate too. Um, there's some other guys that are going to play some guard for this Butler team. Um, you know that we haven't talked about. Uh, you know, but I do think that you you can put Eric at the one. I know that Harris is is more of a one too. I don't know. But I think just having another guard who's comfortable with the ball in his hand is going to help Chuck Harris. But you're right. He's super inefficient, and he's going to have to be if this Butler team is making the tournament. Connor had a 24 BPR last year. Only averaged six points a game, but like like you said, good handler. Mm-hmm. Well, well, like Eric Connor's best asset is that he plays the game at whatever pace he wants to. Very yeah. good at slung, slung it down and just getting his team yeah. organized. Like I don't think Chuck Harris is gonna is gonna do that for them. Like yeah. Eric Hunter should be bringing the ball up, primary handle duties. Like yeah. th- this should be his backcourt. Eric Hunter was like the fifth option last year for Purdue on in mm-hmm. starting in the starting lineup. I mean, he didn't shoot. You know, obviously you have a top five pick, Jay Nivey. You have the eight foot tall Zachy Day. You have another great big as well, Trayvon Williams, and you have three point specialist Sasha Stefanovic. So you're not gonna get shots with Eric Hunter. I think he's going to get more of a chance to shine offensively in this offense. But overall, I think he's going to be playing a similar role. And I do think it's a good role for him. Talk a little bit about the wings. Um, Ali, Ali is a 
Really interesting guy that they bring in from Akron. Shot 41% from three around last year, 46% from the field, averaged 14 a game. Also got a couple assists every game. He should be an impactful player for them this year. And then I mentioned Simas Dukosius earlier, who he's really interesting to me because he only averaged six a game last year as a freshman. Like freshman playing in the East, like don't know what you're going to get, especially not the – Super highly rec- recruited ones. Yep. She's a six, six, six wing. Only projected to average six points again this year via Torvik, but I, I think that's wrong. I, I think he's going to much better year than that. I, I expect him to average double figures. I know Sam feels the same way. And what really stood out to me is like his shooting splits weren't good. He shot 20, like 28% from three last year. I expect to improve. He shot like 36% from the field. I expect that to improve. The game that stood out to me is at the end of the year, he had a couple ones, but specifically the Big East tournament in the first round, Butler beat Xavier 89-82 in overtime. Pretty much ended Great game. Ended Xavier's tournament chan- chances yep. and kind of solidified that Travis Steele was going to get fired. Yeah. Kosius had 27 in that game on 11 of 13 from the line, 6 of 13 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Also added 7 rebounds. Guys' potential's there. Totally. certainly there. Yeah, him and Ali Ali are both so much fun. They're both long guys, um, ton of length um, on on the wing, what I do like about both of them. And they're going to cause a lot of fits on both ends of the floor which I really do like that they're both two-way players, especially Ali Ali. I think he's going to be great defensively for this team. Obviously, you do have the anchor inside and, and Manny Bates, but mm-hmm. when you got guys who can defend the perimeter, like that is so crucial for you. Um, and I do think that Ali Ali and Simas Lucasias, if I'm not mistaken there, are going to both. I mean, like Ali 6'8", Simas is 6'6", like – I like these dudes um, on the perimeter, on the on the wings, hitting corner threes. I think. I think. I think Mata did a good job at recognizing where this team had their biggest flaws and sort of trying to correct that. Like he knows that Harris and Hunter aren't giving him much defensively, and so he needs long players that can get in gaps, recover from the helpline. And then, of course, you have Matty Bates, who's one of the best shot blockers in the country inside. Yeah. And, we, like, we should probably talk about him. His Torvik projections are so weird. Like, he's going to average more than four, four a game. He better average more than four. <laughs> That's where it's at? Um, yeah, it's it's super weird. Like, like four he, points like, a game? Uh, listen, I haven't seen anything about his injury. I, like, I would think he's going to be healthy for next year. I, I don't know exactly what his injury was. But I, I see no reason why he shouldn't like start for the for this team every single game. Like he is legitimately outside of maybe Ryan Kalkbrenner, the best shot blocker in the conf- in the conference. He I'm reading to this. His, his defensive yeah his defense inside is insane, and he, he's a, he's a putback threat. Like the all things considered, like he. Sh- could very well be Butler's best player next year. Yeah. And, and you could know what's be nice? an all-conference you know, player. You know, it's, you know it's a couple things. So it was a season-ending soldier injury in the first minute of the first game against Bucknell. Yeah. Um, you know what's nice about Manny Bates, which I know doesn't matter too much, but this isn't his last year. He's got two years left. Mm-hmm. And 
he's going to be like, dude, we have already talked about Kulk. Well, we've talked about Kulkburn a lot. Talk about Sonogo, obviously a ton. And the Big East is just filled with with a lot of talent inside. Manny Bates is right up there. And, and I, I really do think that if he can develop the offense game just a little bit, Mod is going to do wonders for him. And I think he is all-conference watch. Obviously, it's tough to beat Sonogo and Kulkburner in that, but hmm. he, could, he could sneak on to one of those teams, man. Yeah, it's just – it's super interesting with him because, like, like, for, like hopefully he's back healthy. Like, because mm-hmm. if he is, like, this was a guy that last year was picked to an – like, in the preseason, picked to an ACC Defensive Player of the Year over Baycott and over Mark Williams. Like, that, that's, that's how good defensively this guy guy yeah. is. Like, and this was, like – this these were smart people picking him to win the award, too. This wasn't just, like – People off, people off the street. It wasn't, it wasn't the people picking the Bob Cousy Award. No, it was not. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, is there anyone else? Jaden Taylor, another freshman last year. Yeah, should average around. I would guess nine ten for Butler this year. Someone I want to talk about, Liddy. Um, Jalen Thomas, transfer from Georgia State. Yeah, started a lot last year. Another guy who is guess what? Manny Bates was fourth all time at NC State for blocks. And think about all the bigs they've had in their program. Uh, Jalen Thomas is top five in program history for Georgia State in, in blocks. I mean, he averaged, um, he averaged like two a game last year. One, yeah, one point seven blocks per game last year. So guess what? You got uh, Manny Bates going to the bench. Jalen Thomas is. A really good shot blocker as well. Yeah. This team's gonna be really good inside. Yeah, there's a there's a a chance. Not not saying for sure, but there is a chance that Butler could go legitimately nine nine deep. Yeah, we'll 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 see when everything come comes to it and how Mata wants to manage these rotations. But legit like legitimate chance that they go, that they could go nine deep. Let's talk about their schedule. The schedule, as we always do, it is D1 dockets currently loading. Here we go, Big East Butler. All right, the game at Penn State's an interesting one. It is an interesting one. Both because teams have more spots. Because, because I think Penn State that actually is going to be pretty good. We both think that, and like that, that's a that's a real test for for them going to Penn State. Or like like listen. Who freaking knows what Penn State's crowd's gonna be for something for they they never can get crowds for basketball they yeah. like football no problem whiteout go for comes on, nobody wants to go yeah this Penn State team though Mike Cruz very good coach hey guess what Thad Mata he, he he's played in Happy Valley Happy Valley a couple times Happy Valley no Happy Valley a couple times mm-hmm. he has all right what else on their schedule do we have to go over David the they play at Cal. Kansas State comes to Hinkle Field House. Some solid games there. Yeah, Kansas State and, and Cal are honestly both games they should win. Yes. Like Kansas State, we we know is like they could literally they could be the Iowa State of 2021 in the Big 12. Just doesn't win like any games. They lost and, everyone. Like, yeah, they, they lost yeah. Pack. They lost they lost everyone. Jerome Ting has a really tough job there. And Cal is the Cal of Division One basketball. That's their terrible and the worst program potentially in Power Six. 
Yeah, they, they, they're awful. They had Matt Bradley a couple years ago, but, like, oh, man, it was bad. And then the interesting one is Butler's going to head down to the Bahamas to play Ooh. in the Battle for Atlantis, a field that yeah. includes BYU, Dayton, Kansas, NC State, USC, Tennessee, Wisconsin. Really good field. Really, really good field. A lot of good teams there. Butler should feel good about going one and two there. What's their first game? I don't know if the bracket's they announce it? out yet. Um, I don't think the bracket's out yet. We just know the know the field. But gotcha. like just like looking at these teams, like Butler should probably be the sixth seed here. And maybe, yeah, probably the six. Like it, and they're probably gonna draw a, t- a Tennessee or Dayton in the first round, which will be tough. But you know, like once you get into that that uh that losers bracket, like Wisconsin, BYU, yeah, and NC State are, are, are definitely winnable games for them. What are the um what are who are they playing the Gavit games? I don't know if they're, are they in the Gavit games this year, dude. How are they not? Well, because there's 14 teams in the Big Ten and 11 in the Big East. Exactly. So, oh, that makes sense. Actually. I think Penn State's the Gavin games for for them. Okay, that makes sense. Actually, that would make so much sense. I should have guessed that. All right, best case and worst case scenarios. Best case scenario: This is an upper echelon, top five, four team in the Big East, and they compete um, for potentially. I, I don't know, like a, a chance at a top three seed in the in the um, Big East tournament, not in the NCAA tournament. But best case scenario for, for the NCAA tournament is that they get in, maybe it's a 10, maybe it's a 9, maybe it's an 8, maybe a 7. I'm going to go there. Start at 10. I'm not going any farther. And then they go around that area and win a it, win it, win it game. Like I think the ceiling is pretty high for these guys. I really do. Best case scenario for me, I have them as, I believe, the 8th best team in the Big East next year. But like they're like right there at with the seventh best team yeah. and the sixth best team. So, like, I think the best, like, they're in all likelihood going to be playing on the first day of the Big East tournament. But best best case scenario, they get a top five seed in the Big East tournament. Avoid it, right? Avoid that first yeah. day. And they get into the NCAA tournament as, like, a nine, maybe eight seed. That's my thing. I, like, my thoughts as well. But, like, Manny Bates is an all-conference player. Eric Hunter, Hunter, his scoring goes way up. Lacosius and Taylor both get way better. And Ma- and Mata shows that he can still indeed coach. And the yeah. last two years at Ohio State were kind of just a fluke, and he was having health problems. Worst case scenario, um, like, I hate to say it, but there's a scenario where Chuck Harris is just jacking shots again. Yep. And this team goes like, like they went fourteen and nineteen last year. There's there's a scenario where this team's like sixteen and seventeen, like right around five hundred. Yep. Again, five hundred team just stuck in no man's land. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Yeah. Like there, there's a there's a scenario where this team could, could go completely sideways. And yeah. Not about. Any final thoughts? About order some food. What should I get? Trying to think what what is around you. What's open? Jersey, Jersey Mike's open. That's the I doubt it, but that'd be I had that for lunch today. So I might just dude, I got a little free pizza from Domino's. Mm. Might have to rip that, even though I know it's like you know, Taco Bell's always open in the late hours of the evenings. Yeah. 
Uh, exactly. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Selection Summer. This is Marathon to March. Tomorrow, we go back to the mid-major ranks, David. <laughs> once, once again. And we end, we head to the mid-major ranks out west. So that's what you're going to get for for tomorrow. Make you sure. You Santa Barbara? I wish, dude. dude Corey McLaughlin. Ugh. All right. Make sure to tune in tomorrow, Ow. everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Marathon to March. Good night.